Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to fuel it. That's pretty nice of them. Greatness starts with a G. The views of Travis, as always, do not reflect the views of this podcast. <laughs> That's a good thing to remember in general. Anything we should Travis just play says, that disclaimer right off the top yeah, of Travis every episode. Travis speaks for Travis, now and always. Hello, bronze medalists. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. Still a medal. If you get it, it's still a medal, and it should be celebrated as such. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. What's going on? She's Christina. Hello. Nathan's here. Hey. And this is today's question. Hello, Katie, Travis, and Christina. My name is Bobby from Virginia, and I just found out that I broke my pinky toe while walking into the side of my bed, but Mm -hmm. I didn't do that because it was dark or because I was too tired to see where I was going, but because my dog was looking so adorable and cuddly up on the bed that I was just so excited to get into those snuggles, so uh, I just walked into the side of my bed. So do any of you have some funny or ridiculous stories about broken bones or injuries? And uh, love you, mean it. Oh, P.S., give, uh, give Myrtle some cuddles for me, but be careful because cuddles can be dangerous. Bye. Bobby, I love you, and I mean it. Cuddles can be dangerous. Can you see this? Can you guys see those scratches? Oh. Yes. I got those from Myrtle yesterday. Did Dan do that? No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, how dare you make twice if you need our help. (laughs) Yeah, no. She did them right on the crux of my arm, which is a part of my body that I already, as a a needle fear person, I don't like when you grab me there. And she just scratched me up. So Bobby's right. Uh, Snuggles can be dangerous. Um, also stubbing your toe like that, like breaking, stubbing your toe to the point of breaking is just means you committed to the bit, but stubbing your toe like that, having it go (laughs) the separate way from your foot, you don't need a reason. It doesn't have to be dark. It doesn't have to be because you're drunk, especially as you get older, that one particular injury continues to happen. Like I, once a year, at least one of my toes goes separately from my body because I've walked into a piece of furniture that has always been in the exact same spot for the entire, like, is this, you're looking at me crazy, Travis. Do you not do this all the time? No. The only time it's ever happened is like, if I'm at like a hotel or something where the bed frame is different, like I don't run into my bed frame. I do. I do. I think that's pretty normal. I thought, but Travis is just perfect, I guess. So. I guess also how it's set up, though, I'm not, like, rounding my bed frame. Mm-hmm. How it's set up in the room, going straight into the side. Super coordinated. You should consider being an Olympian. I could probably get a, a bronze medal of getting in and out of bed without you, injury. What, what absolute white male confidence you have to say that you could get a bronze medal in something. I said like, that's I just a walk-on. I thought yeah. about saying gold or silver. I, I bet you did, and then you went with bronze because you choose humility. Well, I figured okay. there's probably somebody like over in like France or like it's like a professional sport over there that I'm not aware of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anyway, the question was uh, weird injuries. I've, I feel like I've gone into mine at length. 
like the time I threw myself down the stairs because I hurt myself dancing and I was embarrassed to admit that. So, I, I <laughs> so in order to cover it up, <laughs> I pretended I had fallen. My family still to this day. And you know what? My mom texted me about the podcast last week. So she's going to find out the hard way. Hi, mom. I didn't fall down the stairs that time. I was dancing to Christmas music while you and dad were decorating the tree. And I was embarrassed and I knew you're going to make fun of me. And so I threw myself down. There was only like four stairs. Like we have a little half set of stairs. Like a, then like a landing. Yeah, and I threw myself down those and was like, owie, and then uh, found out that I had sprained it. So, hi, Mom, I love you so much. Uh, what a, Do you guys have weird injuries? At a beer Olympics, I thought oh, I broke God, my elbow. Oh, God, what a great start. What a great start. What happened at the beer Olympics? I thought I broke my elbow when we were playing beer ball because I dove for the ball. And so I, there was like a couple tubs of like beer and ice, and I kept going in, like putting my arm in there to ice it. And I, it was black and blue for like a month. I came home and got x-rays. That's embarrassing. So- Did you get the bronze? What did, yeah, yeah, what did you do Olympics? exactly to hurt it? I well, I dove for a ball and I think I fell. I don't, ah, I don't really classic. remember exactly. Mm, mm. Performance enhancing drugs, I see. Nathan, do you have a weird injury? Um, nothing too weird, but I will say, like, I played two sports growing up baseball and ice hockey. And you would Ooh. think that I would get hurt way, it would be, you know, I would have more chance of getting hurt in ice hockey than baseball, but I actually got all my major injuries playing baseball. Um, I like sprained my ankle twice. I got hit in the face with a ball and I had like a really swollen cheek. Oof, I've had Ugh. that. But I never got hurt in ice hockey. So, hmm. Interesting. Well, that's good. Play hockey, kids. I ran through a glass door once chasing my brother. I mean, Travis, what's up? You, don't, you think it's embarrassing <laughs> that, that I walk into furniture once a year, but you ran through a door? He closed it on me like it. it oh, so that's fast. the excuse. He and closed it shatter? too quickly. Oh, yeah. I still have a scar like on my vein, on my oh wrist. Oh, God. Yuck. Christina? Um, oh, all right. See I see it. it. Yeah, that's deep. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we all know how I literally cut my finger open Yep. because I Making wanted guacamole. extra lime juice on a taco that very much didn't need it. Um, and I was too excited, so I didn't use a cutting board. Um, when I was little, I was I remember very vividly, I had to have been like five or six. Whatever is like your up against the age where you no longer need a stroller but you're like you still like you're still your parents still put you in one and mm. i remember i was being a brat and i shoved my heels into like the ground in between the little rubber thing your feet sit on yeah i don't know why fell out of it and i still have the little scars on my knees so Aww. couldn't tell you why but i was being a brat and well you're a kid you don't have reasons for stuff when i was a kid when i was little my brother had this mat that he used to play on that was like a map and he would drive his cars on it. Back then, you had to play with toys. Your kid, there was no internet. Use your imagination. Uh, there were no iPads, so he would drive his little cars on his mat. And I, his annoying little sister, would crawl onto his mat and just get in the way of his roots. Like I was blocking traffic, and so Who he does used that? to tell. I know, <laughs> and me, I guess. So he would tell me to move, and I just wanted his attention. And so at one point, he grabbed my arm and like pulled me off of the mat and dislocated my elbow. Oh, my God. And I had to go to the doctor, and he was, you know, public enemy number one in the house for a day and then went back to being the golden child for the rest of my childhood. So he had a really tough day that day because he dislocated my elbow. I love him very much. Um, I don't know how it happened, and we've never actually found a solution, but um, my left thigh is numb. I woke up on spring break (laughs) in Panama City. Still? Uh, And so, like, I get, like, it's a numb, like numbing sensation. Sometimes, like, like feels like it's on fire. Travis, I've, I've, no, I've Are gone okay? to, uh, 
two neurosurgeons, what? North, an orthopedic doctor. Um, I've had three MRIs, a spinal tap, acupuncture. What? Travis. And nothing but fixes they, it. And they, and they even put like, the doctors were like, I don't see any like medical issues. Like uh, health insurance can never like deny him like because of this for anything. Huh. But your leg what? just goes numb? What? We'd, how often? Well, it's always just numb on the like, all the on, time. Yeah, like on the, yeah, on like the surface of my left thigh. You should get a tattoo. But I, I can like you can. It's a weird like you can feel sensation, but it's it's a it's the best way to to explain. It, it's very hard in an audio medium. Is if you put your hand up against someone else's hand, and then you took your index and your thumb and put it on the outside of both sides. And oh, that's I know what, what it you're feels saying. like for me. It, a lot of people say that, like, whenever they get surgery or something and they have a large scar, like, that's how their the skin of their scar feels like. It doesn't feel like you're touching your own body. Huh. Panama City Beach, Florida. Yep. Huh. And you have no idea why this happens? No idea. Dang, that's a lot of going to the doctor to not get an answer. That would upset me. If I'm going I'm, out of I'm my way, if I'm, if I'm getting a spinal tap, you better come back with something from it. Don't take that out of me for nothing. Can you put Worst it back thing in? ever. Yeah, man. No thanks. Well, that's terrifying. What a terrifying way to start off the podcast. But if I'll get a bronze question, medal and getting into bed, so. Sure. If you have a question <laughs> that you want us to bring up our traumas from the past in order to answer, you can always leave us a voicemail. The number is 860-506-5571, which is why my mom texted me. She texted me to say she wasn't going to call the podcast line, which was the wrong choice. Why not? She wanted to let me know not to, please do not, she pleaded with me in a text message, please do not cut your own hair. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I call and leave might. a message. I think the way I could convince her is if I said, I'm going to cut my own hair and I'm going to give myself bangs. She'd be like, all right, then fine. I'll settle because she wants me to get bangs so bad. I don't know. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Hi. Hi. Oh, Nathan said hi. Uh, Christina, I think uh, however much you paid for that microphone, you got you got to get a refund. It stinks. Is this better? I, a little, but it'll get worse in a second. Ugh, I'm sorry. Should I switch? Should I go no, back no, to the old one? It's better like now. It's, it is better now, but it's just. I think like it's because I keep microphone. putting it backwards. It, it's just a bad. It yeah, seems this is like, the third time you put it backwards. It's got a cool blue light on it, but it. Yeah, well, just... it's because it looks the exact same from the front and the back, and so I, uh, I guess I always put it the wrong way. Yeah. See if Daniel not... Cormier has any more microphones. Yeah. Just yeah. Oddly enough, I do produce his weeks. podcast. So. Jesus. You guys work on every single audio property that ESPN has. The two of you, between the two of you, you cover. And then anything you don't touch, Nathan's got covered. So yeah. <laughs> we've really got, we run the gamut here. Uh, how's everybody doing? Travis, it says here that you need to vent about sports bars. And I, yeah. I, I fear giving you the time and platform on which to do so. But go ahead. So I was going to leave a Yelp review. Oh, my God. I already but instead, when I was there, I said, you know what? I'm going to save this for the podcast. And so Friday night with a couple of friends, we went to World of Beer in West Hartford. Yep, I'm World calling you out. World of Beer. Yep. We get there with plenty of time because we're like, all right, uh, we wanted to pay attention to the swim races. A couple of my friends might have bet on them. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> we get there. <laughs> takes a couple minutes to order drinks. And we also ask her, hey, can you please put NBC on one of the TVs? I mean, they have NBCSN, USA. They have all the TVs with like, 
the non-live Olympic sports stuff at this point. Can you just put them on NBC where the primetime stuff is? She doesn't do anything. I go to a back bar and ask him if he can do it. Was it busy? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. I'm just getting all the information I need. He doesn't. So at no point, we had to watch the race on a cell phone. At no point in the night did anybody that we asked change the TV. You got to ask for a manager in that situation, Travis. Not in a snooty way, but that nobody that's whose job it is to serve customers is going to remember on the list of things that they're keeping in their head to change one of the TVs. And maybe that server passed it on to somebody, but it wasn't complete. You just got to talk. The manager can go do it right away. So here's my... The full thing, though, is with sports bars nowadays, they are awful about having the TVs updated with what's going on. You are a sports bar. Mm. Keep the TVs up to date with what's on. I totally get it. I get it as somebody who wants to go to a sports bar to watch the sports, especially if you're saying they had USA on and they didn't have the primetime Olympic stuff. You have NBC. I get it. Totally. Problem is, there really isn't anybody whose job it is to worry about that except the manager. And so your issue is not with the staff, but with the manager of that restaurant and most sports bars. But I'll agree with you where they'll just put the wrong things on or on like Sundays when you go to watch football, they won't change to the games once the four o'clock start. I haven't been to a sports bar in a while, but that's how it used to be three years ago when I went out of the world, out into the world to watch sports. Like they had one TV that literally had nothing on. It just had the direct TV logo moving around the screen. Yeah, you should always just say, can I, can you send over a manager? It's nothing to do with your performance. It's about the TVs. And then someone will go, yeah, I'll go grab my manager. But it could have been about the, our, uh, well, but it wasn't, was it, Travis? You weren't going to say anything because about the server. Our waiter came over and said, have you got your drinks yet? Um, have you brought them to us? Well, no. all right. <laughs> well, you don't answer. know whose job have, it like, was. A, have, yeah, sometimes they've got busboys whose job it is yeah. to bring that over. I don't nope. know. You don't know. She brought the first round. Asked us if we want another, and she didn't bring them out yet. Well, maybe she designated someone else to bring them to you, and they forgot. Maybe she had a smoke break. Maybe she was out for a smoke break, and somebody was supposed to do it. You don't know. Listen, World of Beer, West Hartford. I get that it's been a while since bars have been busy. Yeah. So I'll give you a little slack. I'm not going to leave a Yelp review. I'm giving a lot of slack. I mean, you would have left a Yelp Yelp review review. if you didn't have a podcast. It's not really saying much, but anything with like with like audio should not be on the big TV. Like I went to a, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings for a uh-huh. NHL playoff game. And I said, can I get the Capitals on the big screen? And they said, no, we're going to put the NBA Hall of Fame on the big screen, which is like has audio because people give their speeches. I'm like, no one's, but they're not playing the audio. The I was at a bar where the Heisman Trophy ceremony was on at the same time as like whatever other game or something, something else was on. Um, and they had the Heisman ceremony like on the big screen, but didn't have the audio playing yeah that's so you're just sitting there like why am i watching guys i can't hear give their speeches Mm. competitive speech giving yeah sports there once was a concept of a sports bar i don't even remember what it was called where you would go and there was a wall of tvs and you would on your at your table select which tv's audio you wanted that was i like i know uh damon's was a sports bar that uh we had in our hometown that had the little boxes you could ask for. Yeah, was it like did they give you like a little radio box or something so you can listen to whichever yeah, you one? Put yeah, at your table. I feel uh. like that should have caught on, but maybe I guess if people next to you are listening too loudly to the, it's it's too cacophonous in that restaurant. If everyone's listening to their own sound, I could see that being annoying. But it seemed like a good concept if it works. 
remember when you used to go to bars and you would get a little they would bring a little computer to your table and you could play trivia no it was at b-dubs had it yeah owen o'leary's had it where my mom worked we would go to brunch and play trivia that was well, more people should that's do that. Fun. That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of outdated now. I bet they just have you do it on your cell phone. Mm. I don't know. Bars just aren't as fun. The older you get, the more you're like, I have a TV at my house. I can turn the sound on. I can watch whatever I want to. And the beers are cheaper. So true. Just have people over. So, okay, Travis ranted about sports bars. Christina, how was your weekend? You went to Chicago for the first time? I went to Chicago for the first time. Yes, I'm still exhausted and I still don't have my voice. Um, I it's okay. Your so microphone I, sucks so bad we can't tell the difference. Good, 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 good. Um, yeah. So one of my best friends said um, that she wanted to have like a girls' weekend. So I said, okay, I've never been to Chicago. Um, went to Chicago and she got engaged a couple of weekends ago, and so she asked me to be her maid of honor. And I've oh never been God, a maid of honor. That's like a that's a full time job. That's a lot job. of pressure. Yeah. Wait, did like, you? Uh, what did you say? What did you say to the? Did you say co maid of honor? No, to be her maid of honor. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Did but you say still, yes? that's a lot of work. Of course. Yeah, I would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Too, too much of a commitment for your biggest commitment. <laughs> How many bridesmaids does she have? Uh, I believe six. That's so Ooh, many. Big wedding. That's I feel so like many. that's the normal, though. Like, probably like five or six is like the normal. I feel like it used to be like three or four, and I appreciated that. Yeah, it used to be like max three. And but it was like all got, your like, family. sisters and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But all right, so you're the maid of honor, so now you have to, where's the bachelorette party going to be? I don't know. I have so many things that I need to figure out now. God, this is my nightmare. It's just basically like research and Google and coordination. I I could not do this. Making plans with that many people. Well, the great thing is she is so decisive and knows exactly what she wants. So I know she'll be be the one telling me. It also be bad. True. But I feel like I would is rather have someone. she going to listen to this someone... podcast? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. We're just, but, uh, I don't know her. She's a lovely person. Congratulations on your engagement. That's so exciting. But she, I know that what one of the things that I love about her is that she knows what she wants. And so mm-hmm. instead of leaving it up to me guessing like, where she wants to go, what she like, she will tell She'll me. She'll tell you. Yeah. All Book right. this. I want to do this. Okay, perfect. I'll give you what you so want. So you're basically like a travel agent. I think that's fun. Yeah. It's That'll The bachelorette party is going to be in Nashville isn't it i don't know she's i mean i used to live in nashville and she visited me a few times and so i think that nashville is a place that like doesn't entice her to have her bachelorette party there because she's been there a bunch of times south carolina that could be fun i know she mentioned new orleans and i've only been to new orleans Mm. once but i hear that's also a big bachelorette central place yes because you can drink in the streets exactly we need to make that legal everywhere yeah, any place you can drink in the streets feels like a nice party. I Austin, have a wedding, a wedding question. Oh, go ahead, Nathan. You have a wedding yeah. question? What's like? None of us have gotten date? married, but we can try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been always bridesmaids, never brides. Exactly. What do you get if you catch like the flowers that the? Nothing. You get absolutely uh, the promise nothing. that you're going to be next to get. Yeah, married. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like oh. you're supposed to be the next to get married. Nine out of ten times that doesn't end up happening. I saw an amazing video today on the internet of a woman at a wedding in a gorgeous dress. Uh, it, it was They were filming the bride throwing the bouquet, and then the camera cut to a woman standing off to the right just chugging her drink. <laughs> it was like, yes. Amazing. I've caught the garter once. 
Oh, I can't believe they still do that. I was in, I've I've been to several weddings over the last like two three years, and I haven't seen that done anywhere. No, but I, I know seen it I've seen it in either. movies. It's weird. Oh, the whole I feel thing. like that would Many be uncomfortable. Of the traditions are strange. If you look at traditions for too long, you're like, huh? If you like, want a new lie? tradition that is worth getting behind, it's drunk food at the end of the reception. Oh my god! Yes. I had somebody hand out a uh, uh, fried chicken sandwich sliders on the way out the door, and I was like, "This rules! Amazing. This rules!" I've had Taco Bell delivered at the end yeah. of a wedding what? before. Like, yeah, Taco Bell. Wow. Mm. As maid of honor, I feel like you have to look into where the after party of the wedding should be because the after party is usually m- even more popping because everybody yeah, especially that because I feel like base. oh yeah, and I feel like uh, especially for someone like she was already telling me she has a huge family, her boyfriend has a huge family, and I feel like nowadays a lot of people, if you have kids, you don't necessarily want to bring them to a reception where you plan on partying, and so a lot of people's Hitless weddings reception. now. Say, yeah, say kidless reception. But she said, you know, they have a lot of younger kids in the family. So mm-hmm. she wants to do like a full family, everybody bring everybody type of reception. And then the party goes out. Yeah. And then and then there's the after party where, you know, if you have kids and you don't want to bring them, you know, send them home. Hmm. That's fine. Which I think is interesting because I know that a lot of people just do kidless receptions, but that's a good way to like incorporate kids and no kids. They just get, a, yeah. they just get in the way on the dance floor. Oh, I well, think there are fun I mean, ones to dance with. Yeah, yeah but, then they get in the but way. sometimes if they're particularly rambunctious, it's a lot. Well, if you've got running kids around, crying, you're like, and, all right, yeah. the running. Little kids love to run. You're like, they, they, they run. They don't walk. They run everywhere. Everywhere. It's like just chill out. You just learned how to walk. You don't have to run. Calm down. The other d- dumb thing about a lot of wedding receptions is, oh, we can't give you shots. Like, but I can order. Oh, it yeah, I was just talking about that. It's I for whatever reason. They're not allowed to. So yeah, you have guys, to, like, if you... You just have to order, order that. It's so because stupid. Because they don't want everybody to get absolutely hammered on free But we're alcohol. going to. That's when the point of a When there's an open bar, you're rarely going to get a, an open bar where they serve you shots. Because they'll run out of true. alcohol. Then get that more. That is true. Mm. <laughs> then you get guys, more. You guys are just... When you get married, are you going to smush the cake into your bride or groom's face? No. No. That's stupid. Yeah, because like well, everybody now, does it, but I also feel like up. you only get that moment once, and so I feel like if you get that moment and you don't do it, then it's like, well, what That's do you true. do? Just feed each other cake. But then what do I do with my face the rest of the night? I have cake all over it. No, you just wipe it off and then get your makeup retouched. Like if I'm getting married and the, my bride, my wife doesn't want cake, I'm all I'm all for not even having it. It's waste of What's money for cake. What's wrong with you? Wait you a don't minute. Want Did you cake? just say no cake yeah. at your own wedding? For what? I'm not going to eat it. To eat. Why wouldn't I, you eat it? I'd have like maybe one bite. Like I don't. Yes. So. Yeah. But yeah. But the cake is more for your what guests. What are you going to get? You. Travis. Okay, what, do you, what do you want to do well, yeah, What would your is alternative like a make your own Sunday bar? That or like a bunch of just different kinds of cookies and brownies and like other things. You can do both. I don't want cake. But cake is you end up throwing it away. Like, it's just a waste. How do you know they end up throwing it away? I think I always eat cake at a wedding. Because you're always just having to buy so much, it's dumb. Have I feel donuts, like the maybe, or something. Doesn't always work out. Like sometimes you're just getting into a groove on the dance floor, and the cake comes. Yeah, out. and then like, they bring oh, the cake out. Have a pizza, like have a little pizza station over there, or something. Change it up. A pizza station? You Travis, just had you've dinner. Eating dinner. Listen, you just you were just talking about oh, you're on the dance floor and it comes out. You're on the dance floor, all of a sudden you go get a slice of pizza, get back out. I, you could do that with cake. It's literally the same yeah, unit of measurement. The other thing it's is like slice. cake and cake and alcohol don't really mix. What are you talking? 
talking about cake and alcohol mix perfectly. No. You're out of your mind. There are some rum-soaked cakes. That is the cake and alcohol mixing. I'm not going to have a Tito's and soda and a piece of cake. Okay, then switch to Bailey's and coffee for one drink. I'm not having Bailey's and coffee. Why not? Because I don't like coffee. Uh, Travis, you're too difficult. Your I wedding is going to be I'm very interesting. About. You need to broaden your horizons. I can't wait to not get invited to your wedding and cause a big stink about it. <laughs> No, I, no, see, I would, I would invite you and make sure that you go. I'm going to attend virtually, um, even though that's not a thing that's going to yeah, be happening. Yeah, it's not going to be a thing anymore. Get, I'm just going to be the one person who still <laughs> Zoom attends weddings. You're just going to, like, try to FaceTime me? Yeah, because I, I can't go to any more weddings with Marty, and I feel like you'd invite Marty. And, you know, we've got long-standing wedding beef, Marty and I. But that was squash. He outed, he outed Dan and I as dating when we were keeping it a secret. He posted really? a video on the internet of the two of us. He had no and idea that like, there was a no photo he, rule. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, know. but he called. He called me. He left me. The, he, he, he was. He was very like concerned. Thing. It was very very sweet. I feel like he would be. He, I've oh, I've only chatted with him maybe twice, and he seems like the nicest person in the world. Yeah, Marty Smith America is a lovely place. Another podcast that. One of us that three produced. Yeah, of yep, course. that's exactly. another one of Travis's. Nathan, how was your weekend? What did, do you still do weekends? What did what did you do? I did I um I went mountain biking with my friends up wow. in Big Bear. Whoa. Uh, we were all kind of like beginners, but we were kind of good for like our beginner status. We were um, so there's like greens, blues, blacks, and double blacks. Okay, like and skiing. We, yeah, like skiing. We did not do blacks. Blue was the farthest we went. Why do they uh, do like double green. black? Why don't you do like other use other yeah, colors? Yeah, purple. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yellow. But those were like the the pros would go on those. We we just stayed on the greens, blues. It was really fun, and we went out in Big Bear on Saturday night. Um, Big Bear is fun. Yeah. Oh, you been? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, when I was living out in LA. I went once for like a cabin weekend. It was really yeah. cool. I went during the winter time though, so it was different. We had like a hot tub and like a bonfire and stuff. It wasn't. I've never been over the summer. Yeah, it's mm. way nicer to go like when there's snow, and for I'd rather go for like skiing. But uh, we went biking, and it was a good time. That's fun. Good for you. Adventures were had this weekend. You were way more active than I yeah. could have ever imagined to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, you went to Chicago. That required you putting on pants. I didn't uh, get True. out of bed on Friday. Friday you had to was pack. a bad day. Yeah. You you went somewhere. You, got you on had a to bring plane. an ID. Somebody checked it. Oh, speaking of, of flying, what? so I have not been in an airport in a very long time, and uh, my flight home was supposed to leave at 10 a.m. I get to the airport, and they said due to maintenance, plane maintenance, it was going to be Which delayed airport? two hours. O'Hare. Okay. So I said, okay, two hours, not that bad. Um, 30 minutes later, 10-hour delay because Ooh. of plane maintenance. And I, oh, no. I called my boyfriend and said, this is the exact reason why I hate flying. Because mm. something stupid like that always happens. They lose your When bag. it's plane maintenance, they, they have to give you a voucher, don't they? Can't you go up and ask I for a meal? It, yeah, if it's like over an X amount of time to where, you know, you don't want to take that flight anymore, I think they have to give you a voucher. Yeah, Jokes if on they... you, Christina. That was five years ago. <laughs> Uh, well, it's I why they they, do, they do. never admit that it's the plane a plane problem because once they admit that it's their problem, I think they have to give you 
So well, they for free put me on a different flight because yeah. I went up to them and said, 10 hours, like, I, I have work tomorrow. I can't Did you say that's preposterous? Did you at any point use the word preposterous? No, I'm too nervous. Absurd. So I would have just been, I literally just that's said. That's absurd. 10 hours? Yes, that's ridiculous. That's unheard of. Yeah. Like, Insane. 10 hours for, well, also. Unprecedented. It's not only ridiculous. 10 hours is ridiculous, but also now I don't want to be on that plane anymore because it took you 10 hours to fix whatever yeah. was wrong what, with did it. You fi- can I get confirmation that you fixed it? Can I check it out myself and make yeah, sure like, it's Are we fixed? sure I'll I be okay? I need two sources here, please. Yeah. yeah. Confirm that it's cool because it seems like it's not. Because they do always use that of like, wouldn't you rather us fix the plane than fly a broken one? It's like, yeah, but I'd also rather it not take... 10 hours to fix something and then you think I'm just going to get on that plane again. (laughs) Yeah, like are you sure I'm going to make it back okay? So did you have to take a flight that had like two stops or something? No, so luckily I still was able to get a direct flight. Um, Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's Chicago. They've got a lot. Yeah, so I figured. But what what makes me even more anxious is the woman said um, there seems to be one seat left on another direct flight leaving out of Chicago to go to Connecticut. Uh, but you're going to have to like rush to the gate and then they'll give you your seat assignment because I can't give you the last seat Dang. until you get there. So I'm sprinting my way there. A lot of people are doing the same thing because they're realizing, hey, we also don't want to sit here for 10 hours. Mm. So I knew there was a group of people behind me doing the exact same thing. Oh, my God. Thank God I got there in time. It's like and the amazing race. Yes. Mm. Because when I went up there, she said, you know, you, you literally got the last seat. And so I just kind of like walked away like, please don't hate me because <laughs> I'm the only one who got this last seat. But they, they but were with God the group, right? Well, I don't know if any of the people who were like running behind me all knew each other, but they were oh. definitely at least half a dozen people who were doing the exact same thing wow. as me. Wow. So you won Olympic so you got gold, gold in your own right. Exa- yeah, exactly. So yeah. that was uh, that was my exercise. For you the forced a bunch of people to stay 10 hours and wait for their flight. You evil exactly. person. You stole that seat from them. Exactly. No, you won. Congrats to you on winning. Thank you. I made it back. My voice didn't, but I did. Yeah, you're back. Uh, I did nothing this weekend. I watched Olympics and The Sopranos, and I started working on my uh, Lego piano. Ooh, how is it it. coming? Uh, It's good. It's uh, a little annoying because very early in the building process is when you build the wiring because it does play music eventually when you're done. But you need AA batteries and the tiniest screwdriver. Luckily, I have eyeglasses screwdriver, an eyeglasses screwdriver in my house. So like one of those tiny, tiny, tiny ones. Yeah. But uh, I had to find it. And then I found it and then it was uh, AAA batteries, which I don't have. No one ever has AAA. I know. So I had to order a bunch of them. Yeah, I hate that. I kind of had to pause because I don't want to be able to, I want to put them in before I keep going. Because you never know when you're building something out of Legos. It doesn't really tell you what part, you're, if it's going to be closed or not. You're kind of watching it come to life in front of you. This is such a nerdy conversation. But anyway, I didn't want to, so I'm waiting for a little to get my batteries, which should be here tomorrow. Speaking of doing nothing, I already finished season two of Outer Banks this week. Ooh, what's Okay, Banks? I'm really excited. Is it good? It's on Netflix. What is it? Did you like it? I liked it. People, there's people that like critique and like it's Outer Banks. If you watch the first season and you watch what the second. What is it? Uh, <laughs> you don't know the Pogues and the Kooks? Hmm? Ooh, Nathan, you watch it? Those are bands. I watched half a season. Those one are bands, when I correct? No. It no, Pogues no, are a It takes place in Outer Banks and the the Kooks are like the, the rich people and the oh, Pogues are the poor people. Like Cougars? No. No. I mean, theoretically, I guess the rich people, Cougs. the Kooks could also be Cougars. Um, 
and the first one they're after this like treasure and it's it's going to sound a lot lamer than what it is but well, Travis is doing a good. job of yeah, selling he's like, it. It's, he's it's like yeah, there's these people, people and people critique treasure. it. Well, I don't yeah, want so, I don't want to say too much and spoil it and I don't I don't know anything. I've never heard of it. He's googling it. I can yeah. google it, Travis. It's Thanks. a TV show about a bunch of teenagers. You've watched two seasons, you can't tell me what it's about. It's about a bunch of teenagers. A teenager oh, invites his three best show. friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. Okay, thanks for reading me the tagline. You're welcome. God. All right, Outer Banks. So I shouldn't watch it. You should. Yeah, it feels like I shouldn't. Yeah, but here's Jason's the thing. Saying, There's eh. only two seasons. You might be better off just waiting like a few years and then going yeah. after it when it's And then never watch it. That's what I'll it. do. I'm going to wait a few years and then never come back to it. I'm going to wait a few years then forget we ever had this conversation to the point where when somebody brings up Outer Banks to me, I'm going to go, I've never heard of that. At my wedding, I'll remind you. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah, so at the 10, wedding that 20, Katie won't be at. 10 or 20 years when I log into Zoom and I've got my, my wrinkles and my gray hair, you can let me know to watch Outer Banks because season three is out now. Yep. <sighs> All right. Well, most of my friendly banter is Olympic based because like I said, I didn't do a damn thing. So we can just get into the podcast now. Um, today on that podcast, all the stuff I just said, we're going to talk about the Olympics. And uh, I don't even think we're going to talk about Russell Westbrook, so that's a bad tease. And what else, Travis? What else happened? There was a lady who fell, and she came back and won something. That was crazy. There was people who chose to share a gold medal, which I don't think Travis would ever do. There's a lot of stories. It's going to be great and really entertaining. But all of that first is brought to you by Brooklinen. So, Travis, what? how do you want me to tell the people about Brooklinen? As if you're Cruella DeVille. You spend one third of your life sleeping, so you want to make your bed as comfortable as possible. But maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd pay on just one set and gave up. Trust me, go check out Brooklinen. Brooklinen was started to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. And people, what a success! Brooklinen works directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. So you get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price. Brooklinen has something for your every comfort need, ideal for a seasonal refresh, because they're launching new products, colors, and patterns all the time. And their customer service? Clearly they get their eight hours every night, because they're a dream to work with if you ever have an issue. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code NOLAN to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com and enter promo code NOLAN for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com. I've said it a bunch of times. Brooklinen.com, promo code NOLAN. Uh, Carson Wentz, who plays for the Colts, you'll remember, is having foot surgery. He's going to be out for 5 to 13 weeks. 12 weeks. Oh, what? Oh, sorry. 5 to 12 weeks. I don't have my glasses on. Some, he's going to be gone somewhere between one week and, <laughs> and uh, the whole season. Yeah, somewhere between like a month or the rest of the season. We don't know. Apparently, so that he's getting the surgery today, Monday. 
Uh, it's his left foot. And it's an old injury, possibly from high school. And this is the sentence that really stood out for me. A broken bone came loose in Wentz's foot. Now, here's something I've come to learn about the foot. Because my friend once was making guacamole and dropped a knife on her foot. Um, Oh, my God. There are, and it landed uh, the way that, you know how when you you drop like a peanut butter and jelly, it's always going to land peanut butter side down. This landed Mm -hmm. exactly in the way that you'd want it not to. Oh, no. It dug into her foot. Uh, So what I learned from that is that your foot is this mass of like tendons. And at any point, anything going into your foot can either be catastrophic or can miss all the important stuff. But it can really screw you up. Um, I don't understand how a broken bone comes loose. Does that mean that a bone that had been broken previously but had fixed itself broke again? That's what I'm wondering is since it was a previous injury, maybe they fixed it in it. But they should it fix the It doesn't seem like that's how it it sounds like you would call that rebreaking it, not yeah, uh, that it, it sounds came like loose. came loose came loose sounds like something I fear that I don't actually think is possible in the human body, but it feels like it should be. Uh, One time I fell on my chin. Let's just say I was standing straight up and uh, passed out alone. And so I must have fallen onto, based on my uh, injuries, I gleaned that I must have fallen onto my knees and then directly onto my face. And so my chin was all Like broke your fall. And I, yeah, and I kept insisting it felt like my chin had chipped, like the bone in my chin had chipped and the bone was just floating around in the fat of my skin. Um, (laughs) Turns out that wasn't what happened. It was just really bruised. But it's whenever somebody says that a broken bone came loose, it sounds like it's just floating around in his foot and that terrifies me. And it also, it sounds like... It never healed properly to begin with. So it that's From what it sounds like to me that he though? just like, yeah, I like mean, what? How? And how are you not coming to this realization in the off season? Why didn't you have this surgery? Because it just he just heard it. He felt a twinge in his foot, it says, when he rolled out and planted to throw late in Thursday's. Carson practice. is twenty eight years old. So Okay, approximately so since 10 high years school. Ago. Yeah, that now we're talking a decade that he's been living with a what what I would assume is a broken foot because it came loose. We go with it was an injury, a previous injury that came loose again. He didn't have it. Yeah, there. that never healed properly. <sighs> I don't like that. God bless you, Travis. What was his injury when he like couldn't play in the in the playoffs and Nick Foles? Huh? He had an ACL, oh. right? I was gonna say I thought it was a knee. Yeah. Well, so the Colts got that shiny new quarterback. Uh, I also saw it's not in here, but. I saw Nick Foles uh, gave a quote and basically was like, I play for the Bears and I love the Bears. The Colts, I love their coach. He's great and we know each other and we've got a great relationship. But right now I play for the Bears. (laughs) All right. Which is like, hey, come save me. I'm third string over here. Yeah. Golick Jr. tweeted, this is a thirst trap. And it was like, yeah, it is. It's he's basically just like, hey, I think the I think the Colts are cute as hell. Now I'm in a relationship that is happy question mark but i if i weren't boy would i think about the colts a lot because they're so cute so wink wink yeah so also uh uh frank told the reporters that uh the job this is so jacob eason right is that how he's he was a washington quarterback 
He yep. here's the coach. Here's Frank Reich's quote on Jacob Eason: "The job job is Jacob's right now, meaning the starting quarterback job. Uh, he has to prove it." Which is like, well, then the job's not. Yeah. What? You can't earn something. But if he doesn't prove it, then it's not going to be his. Yeah, I think I thought I saw somewhere that he said he has to earn it. Which I was like, well, that's those are two conflicting statements. You can't say that it's yours and that you have to earn it. You, it's it's either yours or you don't. Yeah, know you yet. don't put someone in the driver's seat and say, learn how to drive. Like, yeah, or you don't put <laughs> yeah, them in the driver's seat out. and be like, maybe I'll let you drive this car. It's like, well, I'm already driving it, so. Uh, but so I guess we'll see. How much did they give for Wentz? Was it a lot? Third round pick in this year's draft and a conditional second round. And it could have been like better if you play like seventy five percent of snaps. Oh yeah, that's right. It's con- there's conditional. Does Jalen Hurts still play for the Eagles? Yes. Interesting. So that's what's up with Carson Wentz. Uh, Russell Westbrook is a Laker. <laughs> <laughs> I just, we have to say it because the sports podcast. But it's just like, pfft, really? All right. Whatever. I like He's actually not a Laker People right know. now, though. It's oh. not official to August 6th, so Sorry, we're okay. Right. Okay, so we'll talk about it then. Next week, we'll talk about it. We don't talk about reports that aren't confirmed. We're college football. We are the college football of podcasts. There's a lot. People say a lot of things about Russell Westbrook. How am I to know if any of them are true? You can't prove it. So he has to prove it. We'll talk about it then. Um, it, all right. I'm avoiding it, but the women's national team is not going to the final. Uh, U.S. women's national soccer team in the Olympics lost to Canada. Um, not great. The Definitely team chemistry just doesn't feel the same this year. It didn't feel like it was there. They weren't clicking in the way that you're used to seeing them do. And and that's coming from somebody who's watching replays because, look, I have to own up to this. I didn't do my part. I have not woken up to watch all of their games because they're just not at a time that works for me. 4 a.m. is not a time for anybody. And I'm having a hard enough time waking up, you know, for my day. So to wake up for (laughs) someone else's day, it just wasn't going to happen. And I'm going to own that. You know, I take ownership. I take responsibility. Hold me accountable. I was not also doing my part for the team chemistry. Um that being said, it doesn't, it, they're not, so they're playing, they're going to play for the bronze. That's got to be the worst game to play in. Yeah. But I do feel like you could, you got to give it all, right? It's got to be the worst game to lose. That's for sure. Yeah. I would say it's the worst game to lose, but also you're, it's still something. You're, you're still, if you win it, you're. The buildup of it has to suck. True. It's like a momentum shift where you're like, we wanted to, we just lost our chance to go for the thing we wanted to go for, but now we still have to go for something. Mentally in your mind, it's like the season just, it was like a season ending loss, but it's like, oh, we still have to play this game here. Yeah, so losing that game would probably be. What's better though, like your last game, you win and get bronze or your last game, you lose and get silver. Yeah, you you do get get to end your season on a win. I get that. That's true. Silver. You'd want silver, Travis? I feel like in the moment you would actually say the opposite. No. Because the, All right. No, you want the best. You lose gold, you win bronze. Yeah, but you couldn't even play for gold, which means you yeah, lost well, the game already. Either way. We Yeah, but there's don't something do that. off with this team. I mean, they, the amount of offside goals that they had disallowed like like to your point of just they weren't clicking. Yeah. I don't know if it's kind of you have your new young players and, and 
you have your older ones and so they're they haven't played enough like i don't know what it is but as a team they just weren't able to come together Mm. new coach too but uh megan rapino interrupted during a a press conference kind of interjected to say that it was less about the x's and o's and it was more about the the players themselves um it's disappointing and i bet they're disappointed but it was very disappointing performance especially after the last olympics and i think that everybody wanted to come in here and and win gold and they didn't um so it's a real bummer but the their canada's one goal came on a bs call it was mm-hmm. not a not var giving them a, a penalty kick i didn't agree with that call it was an aggressive call but I don't know that it was necessarily a wrong call. I think it was. Mm. Well, and Alyssa Mayer getting hurt. You know. Either way, Christine Sinclair is very good and good for her. I saw somebody online say, "Please don't come after Canada." <laughs> and here's the thing: I'm not. I'm not gonna because I am. Um, you are. I'm. I'm not. I'm not visiting that country anytime soon. When were you any- going to? Travis? Yeah. What? When sure were you there, going? I'm sure the tourism department is devastated. Not gonna buy any Molson. Whoa! Canadian bacon. It already sucked to begin with. Now, see, my Ooh. reasoning. I'm not gonna go after Canada because I I hate Sweden so much that mm. I Get think in line. Sweden is such an evil that I'm going to root for Canada to beat Sweden. I'm gonna root. Yeah, see, this is difficult, Travis. Because if you say you're gonna root for Sweden, I'm walking. You're gonna have to I do the rest of this podcast I'm rooting yourself. for Sweden. What? Didn't you just There's decide horse that you in IKEA them? meatballs? I don't know, because there's there's always the you know you want you want the team that beats you to win. Yeah, let me convince you. Let me convince you because you'll notice that one of the nations competing, obviously one of them is Rock Nation, which is uh, Russia. Just saying that it's not Russia, and then you've also got Great Britain. And I was like, who competes under Great Britain? Just curious because you know there's United Kingdom, there's Great Britain, there's all these different classifications for that part of the world. Great Britain encompasses Scotland, Northern Ireland, England, and Wales. Uh, as well as, I believe, like Isle of Man and all those other. But I don't see why we can't just call ourselves North America at the next Olympics and us, Mexico, and uh, Canada team up and all we get to get all those medals. No, I, I'll, I will root. Canada is our brother. So I will root for Canada in the gold medal game. But I want nothing, nothing to say to, about the brilliant point I just made. Go I on. want nothing to do with <laughs> teaming up with them. Okay. They but, bring. I don't. I don't need them. What on my oh. team? Why? Because. Are you? Yeah, I guess you're not playing hockey then. I want to beat them. I don't want the. I don't want to join up. Why not? I'm not. A, I'm still not over us losing to them in the, in the Olympics, like in college, in okay. hockey. I want to beat them. They're okay, a little but, brother. Okay. But sometimes you have to let your little brother play with you. Can't just yank them yeah, off the mat and dislocate can, their elbows. Dislocate that, their elbows. That's where the NBA comes in and MLB. They can hang out with us in those sports. But when it okay. comes to national stuff, get out of here. Yeah. All right. That's, I mean, it's a strong stance you're taking. I don't take that stance. The views of Travis, as always, do not reflect the views of this podcast. <laughs> Just that's a good thing to remember in general. Anything we should Travis just play says, that disclaimer right off the top. Yeah, of Travis every speaks for Travis now and always. Um. So anyway, good luck to Canada. I guess Ugh, you got to root for 
Sinclair, she's great. Uh, Simone Biles is going to compete in the beam final. You know where I Ooh. learned this? In the pod doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she withdrew from the all-around competition, the team competition, the three-event finals, but she's going to compete in Tuesday's balance beam final at the Olympic Games, which is interesting because on Friday on her Instagram story, she posted that she was still experiencing twisties which is when you get lost in the air and your body doesn't understand how many rotations to do or where it is when it's flipping, which still, I'd like to reiterate, sounds like the scariest thing. When something, it's like, a, it, it's not as simple as this, but imagine just forgetting how to walk. It would be very weird, something that comes second nature to your body at this point, And you just, your brain is like, hmm, how do we do that? And if you fall when you're walking, you could break your neck. Yeah. I mean, it's very scary. But uh, so she said on Friday that she's still experiencing it. She said her mind and her body are simply not in sync. Um, But she is going to compete in the beam final tomorrow. At the time you're listening to this podcast today. I'm happy for her. Man, I hope I'm rooting for her. I hope that she gets, you know, does her best. I hope she doesn't get hurt. And I hope that she can go out there and enjoy it and, you know, be in her element and doesn't feel the overwhelming pressure. I mean, if the pressure wasn't strong before, which it was, now, which is something I meant to bring up with the women's national team. Watching people celebrate uh, the women's national team losing because of the outspoken leaders of the women's national team is uh, is a genre of of post on the internet that I wish I could unsubscribe from people who are like I love America so much that I hate Megan Rapinoe is like what I love America so much that I root against our national soccer team because somebody on the national soccer team said that our nation could stand to improve a little is like huh since when does love mean that you blindly accept all of the faults of the thing that you love you're still supposed to hope that it can be better not to mention, these are probably fans that have rooted for the Yankees even when they had like Araldus Chapman oh. on their team. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> so knowing that, knowing that that exists, knowing that, like I said before, outrage is an industry, knowing that your emotions are being sold back to you at a premium, I know that if Simone Biles goes out and competes in the balance beam and fails, quote unquote, uh, that the... Uh, I just am t- already exhausted by the discourse that isn't even happening yet. I hope she can go out there, do her routine safely, and leave Tokyo hat like in That's a it. happy place. That's it. It's all you can root for. I want her to feel satisfied, like she went out there, she did what she could do, and that she's proud of herself. And she leaves. Um, she leaves with a gold, amazing. She leaves without any medals, also amazing. Uh, the amount of strength it takes to be like, I don't know which way is up, and I'm going to go flip my body around on a on a the something the width of my cell phone. It's uh, well, what kind wild. of cell phone do you have? What? Because the new ones are big, and like that's that's pretty big. I spot. think it's the. I mean, I was just guessing. You I'm going to Google how no, wide. Just... Nope. Now I have to. How wide is a balance beam? Rhythmics is coming up, guys. Rhythmic gymnastics, it's coming up. Four inches. The a balance beam is. Four oh my god! Wide. I can't even imagine. Honestly, watching her like scrolling through her Instagram story with her explaining and answering fans' questions of what does it feel like? Can you give us an example? I mean, not only did I think she did an amazing job of portraying exactly what 
is like she's going through, like what she's feeling in her head, what it looks like physically. I mean, she gave examples of like, hey, I'm flipping off and this is what it looks like when I'm failing and it it's, it doesn't feel good. So I think that it, she was incredibly informative to show people you don't know what I'm going through and this is the best I can explain it and it's terrifying. Yeah. It's very scary. As a former uh, junior Olympic gymnast, I can absolutely not relate. Cause I we can didn't. see how you're concerned <laughs> that if the hula hoop would hit you in the head. It's a hoop. It's just a hoop. There's no hula. It's just a hoop. Uh, I did Pablo's podcast today, ESPN Daily. I am no, the no big uh, deal. rhythmic gymnastics correspondent, quote unquote. Basically, he asked me about my experience as a rhythmic gymnast. And it was fun to go back and like put myself back in that world again. And I realized I haven't been using my platform to advocate for rhythmic gymnastics. And that changes today. We're all going to watch rhythmic gymnastics this year. You know why? Because it's the first time that the United States has, I guess you'd use the term, fielded a full team. We're bringing uh, two individual competitors and we're bringing a team, which is, as you guys know, that's when five women compete together. Um, And we don't normally do that. Also, uh, our main woman's name is Laura Zhang. She is only the second two-time U.S. Olympic rhythmic gymnast. So we've never had somebody come back. We've only had that one other time. Somebody come back to the Olympics for their second time. She's fantastic. She finished 11th in Rio, uh, which a sport that's dominated by Eastern European countries uh, is very good for her to have placed 11th. So we're rooting for her. For the record. Katie doesn't speak for us. So I'm not watching. Yes, you are. You have Why to. Why wouldn't you? I need you? to hear you review rhythmic gymnastics. If I will, okay, I will give it a shot. You know what? Today I watched, I want to say synchronized swimming, but they actually just changed the name and I forget what they changed it to. It might be artistic swimming, but I watched it today and I thought of you because I brought it up. Yes, it's artistic swimming. I watched the women's duet. I watched the American team compete in the women's duet, Artistic Swimming. And Travis, it was to a Billie Eilish medley. Ooh. And I it could, was I couldn't name the, one Billie Eilish song. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen that these women in a pool can uh, hear and stay on beat. And the fact that you're not impressed by that. But I was watching it and I was like, I think Travis would even like this. No, it's so, dancing in the water. So I've never said that I'm not impressed. It's just not entertaining for me. Watching people dance does not entertain you? Watching synchronized water dancing, I'm not entertained. Am I impressed? Hell yes. That is insane to do that and be able to hold your breath and do all that. I yeah, just one of the girls at one point in practice, they had to come, they had to ba- like rescue her because she couldn't breathe. Oh my they God. They like changed their uh, routine because it was asking them to be I'm under, just not entertained by time. it. I, that's how? It's the same thing. Like I'm impressed that it's like someone can throw a ball 100 miles per hour i'm not gonna watch baseball well it's a requirement for this podcast i don't ask a lot of you i will have to watch i will give it a shot and uh, if so I catch, the, the, maybe i'll live tweet what i think you should watch is the group competition it's five women and there's this year the they select like the committee selects what apparatus everyone's going to use travis can you name the five apparat apparatuses of rhythmic gymnastics hula hoop Beach ball. Ball. It's just a ball. Rope. Rope. Ribbon. Yep. That's what. And um. I don't know. Where do you? What's a kind of uh, drinking establishment that you don't like to go to? Sports bars. Clubs. 
Clubs is the last one. Clubs. They're very heavy and they're they hurt. But like anyway, bowling pins? this year, well, you're gonna find out because this year, uh, one of the competitions for group is everybody has a ball, and then one of them is that three of them have a ball, two of them have a set of clubs. And you get to watch how they use the clubs with the ball and the ball with the clubs. And it's all very fascinating. I prefer, my favorite combo is ribbon and hoop. Because you can do a lot of like weaving the ribbon through the hoop and holding it up. And it's fancy. Um, but clubs and ball will certainly be interesting. I don't know, maybe somebody will use a club like a baseball bat and hit one of the balls. Maybe that'll be a fun, it's cool, it's interesting, it's acrobatic. I will give it a shot, Katie. Okay. I need you to live tweet it though when you do. I was thinking about if I could figure out how to stream it. I was gonna figure. I was gonna maybe stream watching it, but I actually would be exposing myself because they change the rules after every Olympics, and I have not kept up kept up with them in a in quite some time. So I don't actually know what they're doing. I just know that it's cool and it's to music. That's right. I tweet about a lot of things that are on that I don't know the rules to. So yeah, I know, but I'm not like you. Which reminds me, our inspirational quote from the inspirational quote notebook of the day is from Mayimendes. Do you know who Maimonides is? I don't. Maimonides said, teach thy tongue to say, I do not know, and thou shalt progress. <laughs> Perfect timing. I said it a lot where I don't know and I'll, I'll go learn. No, you say I don't know and then you continue to say things that would insinuate that you know. No, I'm not saying always. But you don't. Uh, Suni Lee, uh, who, by the way, has passed a million Instagram followers. She's not in college yet, by the way. Yeah, pretty great. She's 18. I thought she was in college. She's about to go to college. Yeah. Um, yeah, she could make a lot of endorsement money. Thank God. Uh, the first Hmong American to make the USA Gymnastics team. She won gold. Uh, she won and then said she... What is the story? She said she wanted to celebrate with pizza. Yeah, and it got me thinking, if you won gold, like, what's the meal that you won after winning? Well, first you have to tell the story, Travis. <laughs> so they, a- they asked her, like... Question. The reporter asked Lee what she will do next. The answer was perfect. Pizza. And then she posted a video of herself celebrating with her medal and her pizza. Which, let me just be clear, I love. I love that she said that. I love that that's just the honest, that's what I want. I want pizza. But this reminds me of like a couple years ago, maybe a decade ago now, when people would all talk about bacon on the internet and all these adult humans would be like, oh, bacon owns epic bacon, bro. So all these adults being like, oh, like the article that you pasted into the doc where someone said her answer was so darn perfect. Pizza. Who doesn't just want a pizza? And it's like, yeah, all right, we're adults with jobs. Like, I get it. It's relatable that she wants pizza and totally fine for her to have answered pizza. But we don't have to be like, Suni Lee, epic pizza. Yum. It's so weird and so corny. But shout out to Suni Lee, who is not weird or corny. Nathan, do you agree with me? Uh, yes, I think that's funny. Thank you. So relatable. Thank you. So darn perfect that she wanted a pizza. She's hungry. Let her eat her pizza in peace. But your question, Travis, for discussion now that the story has been outlined for our listeners was what? What meal would you want after winning a gold medal? Spaghetti and meatballs. Tacos. But the best tacos. That's My mom, lemon linguine. Ooh. Ooh. A nice Travis. steak. Steak. Yeah, that's we all could have guessed everybody's answers here, I think. Dan's doctor today tried to tell him that he can't eat any tomato-based sauces. Interesting. And I was like, you're Why? To find a different uh, girlfriend because yeah. this, this house runs on Duncan and also uh, 
red sauce. Tomato-based sauces. And he was told he can't have coffee. And I was like, all right, your doctor. Oh, no. Did you tell your doctor that you quit drinking? Because I feel like you should get a pass. You shouldn't get have to quit anything opinion. else. Yeah, I, let's get you a different doctor. Because tomato-based sauces are 90% of the things we eat. In That's incredibly house. specific. Yeah, but because I'm watching The Sopranos, I said, well, you're Guma. As you're Guma, I'm not very excited about that, which I guess technically means side piece. Technically means godmother, but it... That's a little weird that he's doing his godmother. Yeah, I know. It's, we don't have to delve into Let's move on. Italian culture in such a way. Um, what else? Suni Lee, going to make a bunch of money, hopefully. She had Before she won her gold medal, she had 250K followers. And which is impressive. Now, yeah, yeah, wow. It was, you mean 250K was already a lot, is what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, now she has a million. Absolutely. And she's going, she'll be a freshman at Auburn. And now she can go there and compete and do as many sponsorships as she wants. She'll probably be on a Wheaties box by next week and she can yeah. collect that money. She would get money. I know, the, I know the big story in name, image, and likeness, especially today. And I noticed this isn't in here, Travis. That the number one uh, high school recruit has, what's his name? Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, who's got the blonde mullet situation, bleach blonde mullet, has decided to go uh, forego his senior year of high school and enroll in Ohio State early. And people are talking about how he could make a million dollars right away with endorsements. I know there was like a kombucha company that wanted him, wanted to sponsor him. But the thing that to me is so valuable about this new, the new name, image, and likeness rules is that somebody like Suni Lee, who isn't necessarily even in the future going to have those types of opportunities, uh, while we're all talking about her, while we're all thinking about her, can now make that money. Because, a lot, you know, football, we always say that, you know, these kids don't get to make money until they make it to the league. And for a lot of sports like gymnastics... Um, you're at the height of your popularity after you win the Olympics. And so her being able to cash in on that while also going to college is uh, hugely valuable, I think. It, when you win a, an Olympic medal, you do collect the money for that. But yeah, like, of course. So Lily King. It would be weird if they gave you money for that, but you didn't get to keep it. But so Lily King, though, in her career, like she, like if you broke like a world record, you would get such and such money. But because she was still Lily swimming. Lily King's at, a swimmer. Yeah, because she's still swimming at Indiana. She couldn't collect that, and she estimated that she gave away more than six figures worth That's of crazy. just off of question like so winnings. Not I know she can't. I know she can't collect that right away, but no, she before, can like, previously. Well, no, no, but like so, you were saying that it used to be this way. So she had to just give that money back. She at no point they never even gave, when she yeah, graduates just, where does it can't go? collect it. Yeah, who takes it? Uh, for a lot of it, it wouldn't. So like. Forgetting the world record, that the money just I don't know where it goes. I know like in golf, if you're an amateur, you just get pulled that that's out of the like one sport where we just pronounce that word differently. I know. Anyway. <laughs> huh? I thought he just I said just it hate wrong. that in golf it's amateur. <laughs> Everywhere else it's amateur. Nathan, it's like, that was what great. Are, why? But oh. I get it. You accept it. You just don't question things, Travis. That's fine by me. But I don't understand why it doesn't work like a child actor, where like they put the money in a trust or something. And yeah, and she gets like, it at some point. You get to keep. You would it. think, right? Yeah, you would. But now, but that now almost feels illegal. Like for her, yeah, like to have earned that and then not get it. Yes, absolutely. Like I can understand or exploitate exploitative. I hate that word. I, hate I don't saying know. It out loud. But I think it, 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 it just sounds so dirty and wrong because it, you would think that once she graduates, at some point, that money is hers. She's owed it. You would yeah, think. Well. 
No, yeah, you would, would uh, I feel like Dabo Sweeney would in, uh, describe that as them being entitled. Uh, but like to the, the Quinn Ewer story, Texas is one of the few states that will not, won't let high school athletes make money off their name image likeness. And that's why he's leaving early. Which is crazy because Texas is, and it's, it's why, it's the reason why, because there's so much money to be made. But they're going to have to change football. pretty soon or else you're going to have more doing that or they're just going to move to a different state and play football there. So they can Let's make some remove money. the sports from this and just ask this question. Would you have skipped your senior year of high school if you could? To make a bunch of money? I mean, I'll, I'll say it. Yes, absolutely. No. Just to skip it. No, I no, wouldn't I would skip have. it if I couldn't make money off of it. Because I think I would. That's I the would one have. thing that it's hard. It's easy in my position to like say to Quinn years, I wouldn't do it because of how much I love my senior year. But my Imagine position and his position thing. are massively different. Imagine loving your senior year. Well, I mean, how could you like I it was so much fun. Yeah. I'm happy and the that, memories that, was that you your make, experience. But he's in a different position where he's also now going to start his uh clock where you know he has to spend three years out of high school before he can go to the NFL. So now he's mm. speeding that up. He can make money while he's doing this. So his mm. it's different for him. But yeah, the memories yeah, it makes he- sense. I was saying remove the sports from it. Let's get out of the intelligent sports discussion and just talk about our senior years of high school. Uh, Nathan, I feel like it's sooner for you than it was for yeah, any it was of like us. It's more fresh in your memory. No. <laughs> How was your senior year of high school? It was great. Um, uh, I was like always on bad hockey teams my whole life. We were always like the worst team. And senior year, we were finally Move sports. Good. No, no, Travis, you're the worst at this. Honestly, you're like a brick wall for conversation. Well, we went to the championship game at Staples Center and we won. Ooh. Oh, that's exciting. And then, yeah, so I had a good senior year. And then the Capitals, my hockey team, our our hockey team played at the, was it the Fleet Center at that point? I think it might have been. Yeah, maybe it was the Garden already. Either way, when we went to the big game, that's where the Bruins play and our hockey team played, we lost. Hmm to St. John's. I remember making a sign that said, St. John's, get the puck out of here. Ah, <laughs> that's great. God. So like I said, high school, I wouldn't relive, I don't think. And I certainly could have bailed as, if you told me I could leave whenever, I would have been like, peace out. But then it's like the butterfly effect. So you have to look back and be like, maybe who I am today, it's so fine. I'll, I guess I'll keep that's it. That's true. It's but I still, if, I, honestly, I think if you would have asked me leaving sixth grade, I decided I did not want to continue middle school or high school, um, which obviously I had to. But if you would have told me that I could just skip it, I would have. Oh, if even I could have skipped middle even school, as early as I middle school, I would. I would done pay it. you to let me skip middle school. I would pay the million dollars. Yes, like, I'll pay like I would buy my way out plan. of middle school. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to. I wish I didn't have to go through that. That sucks. So yeah, if, if I could have just skipped Travis, did you like middle school? school I think we've school. talked about this. Yeah. You did like middle school. Oh, of course you did. Who likes middle school? You did. I did too. I peaked in some grade. What? Oh, yeah. you pop? Were you popular? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sweet. Oh. At least he owns it. He's like, yeah, I had a bunch of friends. Yeah, I was, I was I also was... like in high school. I was protected because my brother's six years <laughs> older than me, but so he had friends that were younger than him. So when I got into high school, it was like. Oh, yeah. See, I had an older brother, but he went to a, a different school. He went to p- a private school. Yes. Yeah, so like so if I went to a party really or whatever, protected. like I was good to go. Yeah, I was protected in middle school. I was protected because I made friends with all of the bully girls, all the girls that uh, were scary and, and everybody was afraid of them. 
Like, shout out Maine and Boire, shout out Evelyn Gonzalez. <laughs> I made friends with them all uh, so that the, if anything happened, I knew I could call on them. You um, know, just playing some Foursquare in recess on middle, middle school. Foursquare. Yeah, that's how you know you're popular. You get in on Foursquare. I was, I was gonna say I can honestly I was, tell you I never played that in middle yeah, school. Yeah, I was writing in a notebook. I was observing the horse. Yeah, I was like in the corner watching near. the cool kids. <laughs> it was nowhere near Foursquare. I was writing poetry underneath the basketball hoop. <laughs> uh, speaking of Lily King, she is taking a stand that is could not be more relevant today to the discussion that uh, people should celebrate silver and bronze the way that they celebrate gold, and that um, I believe she said specifically in America. Yeah, because we compete for the United States and maybe we have extremely high standards for this sort of sort of thing, that doesn't excuse the fact that we haven't been celebrating silver and bronze as much as gold. It's true. And I'll, I mean, I'll even admit there's times where I'll be watching and come up short and disappoint at first. I'm like, wait a second, like you still got bronze. Like that's that's awesome. Dude. Like you're the third best in the world at that thing. I think part of it probably comes from the fact that there is no celebration of silver or bronze in any of our domestic leagues. If you make it to the finals and you lose, you're the one who lost the finals. We talk we about hold it, it like against choking. you for the rest of your career. Yeah, we call it, we yeah. say that they don't have the playoff gene. We use that as a as a talking point. Whereas in the Olympics, it's like you didn't win, but you still won. You still won second. The second and third still exist. I will say in some sports, it seems like it makes more sense than in other sports. Like we were talking about with soccer. If you lose the gold medal game, you get silver. Whereas in, you know, sprinting, if you come in second, if you are the second sprinter, you win silver. Same thing with swimming. I do feel like there's a little bit of a difference there, but we do kind of just gloss over that and treat everything like silver is losing. Especially like the individual sports, you could have a personal best and get third. So you crushed it you just happened to go against somebody else that was just better that crushed day. it a little bit more yeah and i think that the like growing up i was always told as a kid that like participation trophies were not a thing you're either a winner or a loser like there was that if you aren't first you're last exactly if you're not coming in first then you're losing and so i think that whole stigma around you know if you're not getting gold you're not good enough i just if you would have asked me probably a few years ago if I would celebrate silver or bronze as highly as gold, I would have said honestly, no, because it's not the best. But I think my mindset has changed to where exactly what Travis just said, you're still the second and third best in the world at what you just did. So why don't we celebrate it as highly? Because you're not the first best. Exactly. Makes, I understand exactly. why we do it, but I also think changing the dialogue around it can help people's perspective, especially from the athlete's standpoint. Like you, you, you have to see it as your own victory if you win exactly silver, um, and you absolutely should because you made it that far. And none of us can do that because, as we found out, somebody conducted a poll after our last podcast where I said that I think most adult men can do a cartwheel. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, most adult humans can't do a cartwheel. <laughs> I was going to say, most adult men and women. The results are in. I have them bookmarked on Twitter, so allow me to pull them up. Uh, everybody criticizing Simone Biles. None of them can even do a cartwheel. I don't even think I, if I was standing on a balance beam and just jumped up and tried to land back down, I could do that. 
I think I'd fall off. Yeah, I'd have to really focus on even walking in a straight line across a balance beam. 195 responses. 68.2% said no, they cannot do a cartwheel. 31.8% <laughs> said yes, they can. And then I don't know how this works, but in terms of they were also separately asked their gender. I feel like that's not relevant unless you're asked it in, like, connected to your answer. But uh, surprisingly, 70.8% of our listener base, apparently, who conduct, who took this quiz are male. 27.7% female. And then there's no percentage number, but shout out to our non-binary audience. We love you and we see you. I feel so, so that, They can't do cartwheels. No one can do cartwheels. But they've got a lot to say. Can you do some- one, Nathan? I, I would, because I was just thinking about this. And I, before I was How much to- room is where you're at? Yeah, try it. You, okay. You can really you try one? Cartwheel? Can we watch? Yes. We, can, we would love to watch, but if you want to just try it on your own, that's also allowed. No, I'll do it right now. I have plenty of room here. Okay. This will be quick. Nathan's going to attempt a cartwheel. I love that this, this podcast has turned to do everyone doing cartwheels. Next up, Nathan Garcia completing a cartwheel. Here he goes on the left side. Is he a left-handed? Okay, Ooh, that counts. That was, that was actually, that was actually a pretty good. A couple deductions, oh but God. that was technically a cartwheel. I I Are you myself. proud of yourself? Oh. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan Katie Nolan, ESPN, how do you feel? Uh, yeah, you know, obviously it was... Um, it was tough going into it, and I was a little nervous. But you know, as a team, we pulled it off. And well, the best part of that, as a team of me, myself, to this and will I. be able to know. But the way his face went from like laughing at himself for trying a cartwheel to realizing he was being post-game interviewed, and just the smile went away, and he was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, I think I really tried." <laughs> I was hoping that he'd there. thank God first. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank my teammates. No, it was okay, cartwheel. It wasn't good, but you did complete. It was better, it was better than, than Travis's. But I was wearing jeans. Excuses, Travis. Christina, Your car can you, wheel wasn't talk good. About this? Can you? Yeah. Let's see. I don't think see? I have enough room here. I did in the hallway. She's lying. Mm. Yeah, she's looking around like she's trying to find an excuse. Too many, too many sharp objects around. Yeah, too, too yeah. many. Afraid too many knives I can cut myself microphone on. Over. Too many opportunities for a, for an injury. I'll do one that. next time. I'm too tired. Oh, right okay, sure. Yeah. It's really tired. She'll do one next time. <laughs> Stay tuned for Christina's cartwheel. Uh, all right. Can we talk about the men's high jump? Yes. So uh, two athletes, one from, and I want to say Qatar, but I know now we're supposed to say Qatar, right? So one from Qatar and one from Italy. Uh, both, they tied. They were basically told that they can so what have happened, a jump off. They, Sorry, go ahead. They both hit their mark, and then when they went up, so they hit seven point eight feet. Uh, no, they couldn't. They do were 7. so yeah. They hit seven point six, and they did seven eight, I believe, and that's where neither could hit it. Mm, okay, they tried three times. Yes, and so neither of them could hit it. So they were basically they they asked an official what happens now, and he was like, "We can have a jump off, or and then the uh, athlete from Cutter said, "Can we both get gold?" And the official was like. I well, yes, so. <laughs> if you it was like in the middle of still explaining and they decided together that they would just both get gold and the joy you should go look up the clip, the joy in that moment where these two athletes from two different countries who are friends uh, decide that they're both going to take gold instead of trying to have a jump off and one of them gets gold and one of them gets silver. I know we just talked about silver mattering as much as gold or whatever, but this was a really <laughs> sweet moment where they had just decided. Do they give away? They don't give away silver, I assume, in that in that situation. Yeah, so then the other person gets bronze, which he was yeah. going to get bronze anyways. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And so these guys have been friends since 2010. They both have suffered the uh, same injury. The dude from Italy didn't compete, uh, I believe, in 16 because he uh, suffered a massive ankle injury. Like he brought the cast with him and was like celebrating with the cast. Oh. And so, and then the dude from Cutter had suffered like a similar injury. So, like, they've been friends and then had these injuries to like even, you know, become closer friends. How, how old was the cast? Like, when uh, was the I injury? Mean, I believe he got injured in. Because um, that'd be smelly. Yeah, he brought it in 2016. It was like, you know, half the cast. Ew. It was like cut off, so it actually probably smelled better now than it did in Ew. 2016. I mean, like I understand the the symbolism. Oh, oh, I just saw the. So I did not see. I was telling you guys How this sweet beforehand. Is it? I did not see this happen. This is so sweet. They're yeah. like hug after, and they're crying. This is so sweet. Uh, the guy from Italy said the injury was so bad that we couldn't actually imagine coming back to jump mentally, physically, what we've been through. He knows. I know. It takes so much. Oh, good for them. That, I that's watched so a nice. lot of long jump and uh, triple jump this weekend. What a feat. A lot of jumping. What a skill to jump like that. I also liked watching hammer throw and women's shot put. That's fun. That's awesome. Just make sure they're not smoking. You know how strong you have to be for that? Like, that's just insane. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad that I read before I tweeted. Yeah, because reading this headline, <laughs> I was kind of hoping, you know, there's sometimes where I just hope Travis is going to bring one of his stupid takes to this podcast. And part of me hoped that Travis was going to be like, you shouldn't settle to tie. You should fight for your gold. If they, I still think though, if it wasn't, if it was me versus someone from Canada, we're, go, we're, we're going through it. Like we're not, we're not sharing this. I don't think in any moment, Travis, you would decide that both of you should get gold. I but think here's another thing that it's also say. worth sharing is some of these countries pay out a lot of freaking money for gold. Mm. Like where they're not, giving, where they're not having as many, you know, medals being awarded to their, all the people within that delegation, you can win a lot of money. It's mm. a good point. But yeah, me versus Canada, we ain't settling. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I took some notes in my notes app this week while watching Ooh. the Olympics that I figured I would share with you now that maybe we could just discuss really quickly. First one is that Nike commercial. What am I supposed to glean from that? An ad where they say that tomorrow we're going to start growing sneakers on plants. What is the point of that commercial? Because it's not true, is it? We're not growing. I'm going to go with grow no. A sneaker on a plant. I'm going to go with no. So why are they saying that we're going to be able to, is that even something we're trying to be able to do? I feel like if we've got the science, we should be spending it on like growing a human lung for people on the, the donor list, people who need human organs. Why are we growing a sneaker? That wouldn't make any sense. And why is this ad telling me that that's going to happen tomorrow? It's not because today is yesterday's tomorrow. So I don't see sneakers growing on trees. Especially if you're listening to this pod in like four days. Right. It, if where you're listening to this, sneakers are already growing on a bush near you. You just so, pull, walk around and pluck them off. It doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. Like, Do you have to go buy the seeds? Yeah, I don't like it. I would assume so. I would assume that the sneakers are not just free. Type of sneaker. How long does it take to grow? Like, I know people who wake up to wait in line on that fast. Nike app. There's no way sneakers are just out here growing on trees. Why don't, just say Michael Jr. Yeah, that's right. It is Michael Jr. Uh, I watched BMX, and boy, Ooh. did I love it. It was so that. fun. 
it was so fun to watch them do these crazy tricks. Uh, one of the ones I saw was this guy, Logan Martin. He went up in the air with his bike. I'm going to try to describe this for the audio medium. Up in the air with his bike, way high up in the air. Then he took the bike and he flipped the bike and the bike did a full forward flip. Then he caught the bike in the air, put it back under him as you would a bike and landed on it. So he didn't flip at any point. So he did like a, he He did a Superman, he did a Superman, but the bike flipped. Yeah. He was basically flying. And the bike did a full rotation that he grabbed it by the handlebars and swept it. Like it just looked like a natural thing that if any of us tried to do would never work like that. I once tried to like take a little a, a bike over a ramp. Uh, it ended with the handlebar going like into my neck. Yeah, I, it looks very difficult, but they make it look really, really fun. Was uh, TJ Lavin doing play by play? Yeah, was he? I don't know. I'm just saying if he isn't, they really missed one here. Well, he's not necessarily electric unless you give him Johnny Bananas. Johnny Bananas is... is, Can you imagine if they had TJ and Johnny doing DMX? TJ's Pippin. He needs needs Johnny to be... (laughs) Can you imagine if they were doing it? Yeah, it would be pretty sweet. Um, I, I saw highlights and I was upset that I missed it because I would Oh, actually... it was so fun that Dan was making a coffee and when a guy from like Australia came out and he missed it, he was upset with me for not telling him that we were back from commercial. Like we were watching it. It was really, really fun. But BMX into golf is terrible programming. <laughs> as soon as they were like, <laughs> and that wraps up BMX, the most exciting thing you'll ever see. Here's golf. I, ch- I could not change the channel fast enough. Speaking of commercial breaks can i no offense to golf can i rant for yeah i I mean why even ask you're gonna do it i'm watching live volleyball they go to commercial break i saw this tweet they come back we missed like five points they did this like five times in the match i have a question about volleyball in general as well because i'm pretty sure you know this is how i'm doing the olympics this is my olympic experience i will basically at any time of the day put on regular NBC because I assume that if the you know something big happened or the U.S. is playing in something they're going to put that on the primetime broadcast sometimes I'll switch to USA if there's like a sport I don't really care about is happening and I'll watch to see what they're playing at that time my favorite thing about the Olympics is that at any point during the day you can't say there's nothing on TV because you can just tune into the Olympics and see what's happening and they do a really good job of telling you the stories of these athletes so that you care but I was watching I'm fairly certain on NBC women's uh beach volleyball maybe I watched it on one of the other channels the next and they lost to Canada right don't get me started on that sorry uh but the next day I saw it on again and I was like am I wrong did they lose in a game and then they had to play Canada again or are they replaying the United States losing to Canada and they did and it's like why yeah they re-aired the soccer game today like yeah, but that's because it aired at 5 a.m. I watched the other be- beach volleyball game at a normal, it was a normal hour. It was on TV and I watched it. Yeah, that was, uh, aired it and it that was, was like, the team of, that was the team of Clays and Sponsel that lost in, yeah, yeah, to Canada and some bull. It was bull. So they like reviewed it? a play. USA called for a challenge. And they review it and it says the review is in. So they win it. So now the score is 13 13. And all of a sudden, Canada goes up to challenge the challenge, and they overturn it and said it was out. So now it's uh, no, it's going to be twelve twelve, and said it was thirteen eleven, Canada. And it's like, how did this happen? 
well, the next day I searched for articles about it. Apparently, the referee hit the wrong button to say that it was in and then changed it to out, but didn't like tell that to anybody. And so mm-hmm. everyone watching is like, the USA just got jobbed. I still think they got jobbed. She missed a call, but it's like, there's no explanation. Hmm. I don't know if this is going to be like a hot take about beach volleyball, but. Ooh, here we go. Hot take about beach volleyball, folks. Fire, sound the alarms, Travis. Well, it's, it's not that fun to watch because there's Jesus rarely Christ. like Dang. a rally. There's rarely a rally. It's always the surf. Are you and kidding me? The other team spikes it down. Go ahead, Travis. Have at him. There's plenty Fight. of rallies. You got sometimes a person acts like they're gonna go for a block and last second they bail out. There's all sorts of craziness. Well, maybe I'm preposterous. Maybe I'm missing the rallies because I usually turn it off because it's always spike, spike, spike. But I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. These damn young kids. Wow, the youths—they don't appreciate anything (laughs) anymore. Playing volleyball on the beach, you got complaints. Maron, the men's volleyball. Uh, and I don't know much about volleyball, but I always find it interesting to watch the the whoever was calling the men's volleyball game were they were an awesome pair, and I really enjoyed it. One of the fun things as somebody who works in sports television is that the Olympics gives you a chance to hear from voices that are very knowledgeable of their sport, but you don't watch their sport a lot. And um, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Like a couple of the track and field people they have in the booth, I'm like, eh, not really adding much. The volleyball guys added so much to the broadcast that I stayed watching even though I wasn't really paying attention. They were very, very interesting and they had a good rapport. And so shout out to them. Yeah, both were former Olympians. I do know that it's the same thing as like with Rowdy Gaines and swimming. The Rowdy Gaines sometimes a lot for me. They got to turn the gains down on his mic a little. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes he's peeking and I don't need it. He screams. I but love he cares, him. Which is great. I know you do. But I mean, his name's Rowdy Gaines. How could you dislike him? You know? Uh, and then, but- oh, this one I wrote down was um, Sifan Hassan, who is a Dutch runner. It was like a longer distance. Uh, the 1500, event. right? Yeah, 1500. She fell. And then got up from her fall. She fell on the last lap. On the last lap. Got up from her fall and then came back and won. Her heat. That's just. Her heat. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You have to be so good. It was incredible. The footage was like, what? You just had another level to go to? She, it was so impressive. Uh, And I saw a lot of people falling in track this weekend, which bummed me out. Did. I was just going to say, that's got to be the worst. I was watching the hurdles and I can't remember if it was men's or women's, but this person from Great Britain, the first hurdle said person tripped before even getting to jump and just went running into the hurdle. I was like, mm. oh, mm. like mm. your Olympic, I don't know your debut or what, but your first event and the first hurdle, you just take it out. Like, mm. I feel so bad. Like, yes, I laugh, but then I'm like, oh, like that's their moment got to be a tough way to lose have you have you ever watched steeplechase yes i was yes. actually i was watching that a few days ago and i was literally telling my boyfriend i said they run so close together so like i would feel like they would clip each other's ankles i had to google it because i thought steeplechase was something with a horse and then come to find out it it that's why it's named that it's named after that but it is you run and you have to jump over essentially hurdles, but they're different. 
and They're there's bigger. a part there's like, like a, a water hazard that you have to jump over yeah, yeah. and then there's a water hazard where you run over a ramp and jump into a puddle you don't even have to avoid it you just kind of it's just there and it's part of the terrain. Some jump over the hurdle. Some will put their foot on the hurdle and as they're running to, to get oh, more. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Uh, so so in the Olympic trials for the men, this guy that was competing, he was like one of the people that, in contention to, you know, make it to the Olympics on like one of the last jumps over the water fell no. face first oh. into it. No. I'm like, oh. But can you imagine running with wet shoes? No. All steeplechases to me boils down to like, do you want to run or do you want to run with wet shoes? And I don't think I would ever choose to run with wet shoes. I mean, Flyknit technology didn't come out that recent. I mean, it was pretty recent. It wasn't out for that long. Imagine running like that with like regular old running shoes back in the day. So do you think that those are the ones that they are growing? Oh, good point. Maybe your sneakers That's are smart. becoming better sneakers because you're watering them. It's a really good point, Travis. I was wondering why they don't have water after every hurdle and why it's just one. And mm. so I Googled it and basically Wikipedia told me that the race is meant to incorporate long jump, distance running and hurdles because the water oh. is um, it's like placed at an angle. So it's not like a, it, it's at a puddle, but at an angle to where it's forcing you to jump out instead of just over so that technically it's incorporating distance jumping. So that your feet don't get as wet. You're not supposed to just plop into the middle but of the water. I watched some of them kind of just plop into the water. I know. So that's why it was a little confusing. But that's they what they just went. Like... There's like a little ramp before it. And then they jump <laughs> yeah. into the water. Yeah, me and my friends went to the Division One track championships in Eugene. And at, at the same place as where the trials were. And we were watching steeplechase right by the water. And someone ate it. And No, oh, that would be me. And like that our initial me. reaction was we started dying laughing because someone fell and then and it was like super quiet around us and we were sitting right behind all the like, division one coaches and they just like looked back at us like oh no why are you laughing because it's funny because it's weird that your race has a puddle in it and i don't understand it and then yeah, that's fell. called swimming man when they came back from break during the women's springboard diving they must they ran like a i think i had my tv on mute but i looked up and saw it they ran like clips of a bunch of people who had just totally bailed on their dive i think one from canada did it was so hard to watch there was one where a a girl went a woman went to go do her dive and just kind of jumped out into the water and it was you're just like expecting this big fancy flip and then they just kind of jump in the whole every it's not a big crowd obviously but the coaches and everything you just hear this like oh like a groan and you just think about coming up from the water to a bunch of people feeling bad for you is like, oh no, that's such an awful feeling. You know, you know what I was just thinking? What? Simone should give Biles to give diving a try. Can you imagine the things that she could do? Oh man, I mean, it's a totally different sport, though. You wonder if, it but she's. Even... I feel like if you're a certain level of greatness, that she, I just assume she could do it. There was a diver for a country who had been. Or tried to be an Olympic athlete in a, d- a different sport, and then they switched to diving. I really wish I could remember the details of this story, because how do you Google that? But I remember being fascinated by that. Of like, oh, you went and tried that, and maybe it was trampoline. And I then see that. D- uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. That doesn't feel right. But you maybe. have to be such an incredible athlete in general to be able to attempt one Olympic sport. Yeah. Eh, okay, you didn't quite make it, so then you attempt another one, and you're great at it. Yeah. 
Um, one last Olympic shout out. Um, in equestrian eventing, which I'm not going to pretend to know the difference between all the equestrian events, but I guess uh, women and men compete together uh, in the same, I guess, division competition. It's not separated. And Julia Krajewski today became, or maybe yesterday, became the first woman to win the gold uh, for Ooh. the United States or just ever. Did um, you see the dressage? No. That went viral? Oh, that they set to dun dun. And, and dun, then did you dun. see uh, Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart doing play by play for it? No, but I heard about it. He's so the horse is doing, it and Snoop Dogg goes, "Oh, he's crip walking." That's really funny. It was hilarious. Oh yeah, she's the just she's from Germany. She's not even from the United States. Uh, she's the first female individual Olympic uh, eventing champion. Which shout out, that's awesome. Shout out to Julia Krajewski. Uh. And Raven, what's Raven's last name? Saunders? Raven Saunders, she's shot put. Or is it, yeah, I think it's shot put. Uh, she's cool. She's cool as hell. Her hair's cool. I had fun watching the shot put. The Olympics have been fun. Have you guys had fun watching the Olympics? Yeah, the events that I can actually find on TV. I know. I don't think it's that hard to find it. I just, because I'm not looking for anything specific. I bet it'll be difficult when we all need to go watch rhythmic gymnastics. I bet we're going to have to search. It's you also, it's not know. so much that, that I can't find a specific thing. There's always something on. It's just that I'm missing the big things because they're on at such strange hours of my day. Mm. My day doesn't really have hours, so that schedule suits me fine. Except for the morning <laughs> bet, stuff. Except for the 3 a.m. stuff. I bet it'll end and I'll be like, oh, I wish I had watched that live. But I just, I don't mind when NBC's like, here's the six big stories from the day that you didn't see. This person yeah, that's fell. where I'm catching These everything. These two or shared Twitter. the gold. Yeah, that I don't, I don't mind. Rebecca Lowe's doing a fantastic job. I love that people who don't watch soccer are getting to meet Rebecca Lowe. She's so wonderful. I love her so much. Um, all right, what about the Mets, Travis? What's the story that I don't know anything about? So uh, Kumar Rocker, pitcher for Vanderbilt, was picked tenth uh, overall. He actually dropped in the draft. Um, the Mets and him didn't come to an agreement on his contract. Apparently, uh, he elected not to do any sort of like medical test before the draft, which is now like giving them a loophole and backing out. But they say there's something like wrong with his uh, elbow and his throwing arm. And so they didn't get a deal done. Uh, it was supposed to be for $6 million. Uh Thanks. Scott Boris, his agent, saying he's fine. Scott Boris is everyone's agent. But the worst part about this is because they did not come to an agreement on a contract, his options are go back to Vanderbilt and pitch or go to an independent league, and then next year you go in the draft again. Whoa. Like, if the Mets don't want to sign him because there's supposedly some sort of medical issue, that's fine. He should become a free agent. He should be a free agent. Yeah, that sounds so unfair that he would have to, his only two options are to either go up, go back to school, which he's clearly good enough to leave, or he has to join a, what did you say he has to do? He has to join a different league. Like an independent league. Play overseas or something. Yeah, that's so unfair. Yeah, and you should be able to also like, you should be able to like trade a draft pick too if you want, because other teams would want him. 
but they can't. Yeah, that's what I would assume. It's like someone I guess else would the point want to is pick that him you up. don't have any ownership over him the second that you if he doesn't sign with you, he doesn't sign with a he's not with a team. And so the Mets will get at the 11th uh, overall pick or better next year because they didn't huh. sign him. As compens- so they get compensated. Yeah. Well, that sounds super unfair now. That they get compensated for not even signing him. So typically a team has to offer a player 40% of his slotted bonus. The 10th pick slot is $4.74 million. To reap the, to reap a compensation pick for an unsigned player, um, because Rocker was selected for the league's pre-draft MRI program and did not participate. However, the rules allow the Mets to forego an offer and still receive the pick. Man. Wow. Players expected to be drafted high often skip the program, which makes a player's medical information available to all 30 teams. Huh. So we did something that most people who are going to be drafted high do. Fell in the draft, got drafted by the Mets. The Mets don't make him an offer, and now he either has to go back to Vanderbilt or play in an independent league until next year. Man. And he's already got Scott Boris as an agent. That's going to get expensive. Man. Whenever you look into these kinds of... Yeah, but these agents don't... They don't collect unless you you sign a deal. Yeah. I'm guessing... Especially with name image likeness now a thing, going back to college might be the way to go. Boy. Yeah, maybe. I guess the Mets owner was getting a lot of... um, hate for this tweet he's tweeted education time baseball draft picks are worth up to five times their slot value to clubs i never shy away from investments that can make me that type of return so he was like subtweeting him or he's something. just basically yeah. saying like kumar rockers this this investment that he's not gonna pay now yeah okay so you're saying you wasted a draft pick yeah you're but admitting basically you- yeah but they're gonna get that draft pick next year boo Buddha, all of that is what but, I have to but say. But that's just awful that he's not going to get a job to play. physical. Yeah. Like, an- if another team should be like, hey. We'll take him. Interesting. In a bad way. The Mets suck again. <laughs> Interesting in a bad way. Shout out to the Mets. Hey, do you guys know Russell Westbrook's on the Lakers now? Allegedly. Do you have another voicemail? Because remember, it's not August 6th yet. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We, we he don't traffic. He we don't will traffic be on the Lakers. By the time we can grow sneakers on trees, Russell Which Westbrook is is, tomorrow? should be on the Lakers. Yeah, it's supposed to be tomorrow. The ad said tomorrow. So That's not when Russell Westbrook's going to be on the Lakers, though, for the record. All right. All right. Travis, you're making the joke too difficult. Can you play the next, the last voicemail? <laughs> Hi, Katie, Travis, and Christina. Uh, my name is Daniel from Detroit, Michigan. Um, Now that Simone Biles has several um, gymnastics moves named after her, I have always wanted a menu item at, like, my favorite restaurant named after me, like, you know, like the Daniel. Um, I'm wondering what you guys would think, what you would like named after you uh, really can be anything um, in this life. Um... Love you, mean it. Bye. Daniel, love you, mean it. What a question. I feel nervous to try to answer it because I don't want to answer it incorrectly. And I'm trying to think of what the Katie would be. Um, If we're at a breakfast place, we're at like a deli, the Katie would be 
a fried egg and cheese wrap with sausage and a hash brown uh, ketchup, salt pepper ketchup. Um, that would be the Katie. It would be delicious and you would all be grateful to have the opportunity to eat it. Um, Travis, you seem like this is a question you're born to answer. I'm trying to think. Hmm. If we're going with like an Italian restaurant, the Katie would be an order of meatballs and a side of kids pasta with butter. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the Katie. I think for breakfast would be an Asiago cheese bagel. Very specific. O- over medium egg, bacon, mm. pepper jack cheese, Ooh. and hot sauce. That'd be good. Hmm. The Christina? rock cold. I mean... I it's think taco, it's too I'm easy. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say it's so, too easy. Like for like Tina's taco, with no like, blood. It's, it's too easy. It's yeah, gotta with, be with the no weird blood. thing you do, right? It's got because like the Elvis was like a wasn't it peanut butter and jelly with bananas or something? Like isn't that you? So you've got it's got to be something unique that you do. Hmm. And I don't think I eat that uniquely. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not that creative when it comes like I I cook and I like cooking, but I don't cook anything new or crazy or an or inventive my mm. chicken parm where i get pepper jack yeah, cheese on travis, it it'd be a terrible travis's chicken parm with pepper jack cheese just a chicken cutlet sandwich with pepper jack cheese nathan um, do you have a nate are you is yours a hot dog no <laughs> that, that no. would make a lot of sense um i don't know i usually i don't really like change up my orders at restaurants I usually stick with what they you know what's recommended chicken nuggets but i guess for breakfast i I usually like eggs Benedict and then, but I, it would, it, you, you wouldn't have to say that you want your hash browns well done. Like it'd just be well, like it would deep. just be done. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Gotcha. I like There's that. gotta be other stuff. I, I'm just having a hard time thinking about it. Well, I believe in you. You'll think of it for next time and you can tell us next time, um, which happens a lot on this podcast. Travis, speaking of which things happening last time, somebody tweeted at me to let me know the official rules uh, well, first of all, we we glossed over the fact that the horses traveling to the Olympics, uh, they call the plane Air Horse One. Yeah, we missed that. I one. loved uh, that. I don't know Someone how we tweeted that. that. We do that every time. Yeah. Every week, there's something that we miss. It happens. Yeah, well, the other thing we missed is the official rules. When it comes to the games, the IOC only cares about the nationality of the rider, not the horse. You could be from Belize and ride a horse from Belgium, hail from oh. Ireland, and ride a stallion from Iceland. So... To answer your question, no, the horses do not. Yeah, have that's to messed be. up. And even Snoop in the video asked, he's like, "Do the horses get medals?" Yeah, so for I the mean, record, they should. we I were ahead we of Snoop all agree on it. That they should, but um, you know, we're just not ready to treat animals like us, I guess. So that's it for the podcast. That's where we <laughs> ended. Uh, shout out to Brooklyn and shout out to Gatorade. Also, shout out to a new guy who works here at ESPN who you may not have heard of before. His name is Mike Greenberge. Berg, I think. Greenberg. Yeah. Mike Greenberg. He's the host of Greeny on ESPN Radio. He's keeping you up to date on NFL training camps. That's Greeny on ESPN Radio weekdays from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Or you can listen to the podcast of the show wherever you get your podcast. Best of luck to that guy. He sounds I hope like he he's makes got it. a bright, bright future <laughs> ahead of him. Uh, big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later on a different streaming service or two or three. I don't know. Today's felt short. It wasn't right. It was two hours. It's at five o'clock already. Uh, or you can always leave us 
a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from Diddy65. Not Diddy like P. Diddy. It's with T's. So Diddy, like the, the song The Diddy by Paperboy. God, I'm dating myself. Diddy65 that says, Sports with Katie Nolan is an amazing show that has survived and thrived through the tests of time. Oh, euphemisms. Katie and her gang, which, you know, rotating, have, uh, have helped me through early shifts and long drives since its inception. Love y'all, Mina. We love you too, Diddy65. And Diddy64, Diddy63, Diddy62, Diddy61, Diddy60, Diddy59. Yada, yada. That, that's where we forget, cut it off, though. Don't forget that you can always leave us. Yeah, I don't love anybody under Diddy50. Don't come see me. If you're Diddy50 or below, get out of here. And lastly, don't forget, you can always leave us a voicemail. The number is 860-506-5571. Nathan, say goodbye. Bye. Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Christina. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Isn't that nice we all said bye to you? We'll never leave without saying goodbye. Goodbye.